to Healthy Energy with Margo. In our show, we explore the various ways we can connect to our energy and shift our perspective to create change in our being and in life. Now, here is your host, Margo Nielsen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a magical Monday in Healthy Energy with Margo. Thank you so much for joining me today, whether you are listening live or to the recording. If you are live and you have a question during the show, please call in at 1-866-472-5792. My guest today is Brenda Blindenbach. So welcome, Brenda. I'm excited to have you with me. Thank you, Margo. I'm excited to be here. Yay! So a little bit about Brenda. She is a certified emotion code practitioner a certified STT practitioner, and a holistic health and wellness coach. She's traveled to Korea for five years, teaching aromatherapy certification courses to surgeons, doctors, nurses, and health professionals. She's also co-authored the book Living in Clarity with Dr. Wayne Dyer, Anthony Robbins, and other authors. She now helps women with type 2 diabetes who are feeling discouraged and frustrated to easily make the necessary life changes, lifestyle changes to reverse type 2 diabetes. And I'm excited to, to have Brenda with me. Just We've known each other for quite a number of years yes. and recently reconnected. And, well, we had maybe an hour, but we probably could have stayed there all day. <laughs> we could have, yes. <laughs> so, hence her coming on the show, we thought it would be fun to share about type 2 diabetes and how to reverse it. Mm, yes. So, Brenda, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. <laughs> I remember my so clearly my father telling me about how he got uh, type 2 diabetes when I was a young girl. Uh, now, my parents went to Kuwait uh, and and worked there for over, around 30 years ago. And when they went there, there was... It was a desert. There were no homes. There were no. There was nothing there. My pet. My father actually had to live in a tent for eighteen months, so there were no hospitals. So over a period of years, uh, he wasn't feeling so well, and started to show signs of diabetes. And it was his friend that told him, "I think you need to have some tests done," and he did. Uh, his friend was a lab tech, by the way and found out that he had type 2 diabetes. I was so impressed by this when my father told me. I thought, how, how could this man know all about this? Mm-hmm. But that's because he was a lab tech, you know, and he uh, did all this work. So when I um, finished school, I decided to become a laboratory technologist, and I went to the UK and got graduated there, and uh, I loved it. I loved it. And years later, I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. So um, I was informed by my doctor that I would have this for the rest of my life, that there was nothing I could really do except stay on medications. And if it got worse, um, then the results, you know, the complications would be Terrible things like heart attack, stroke, neuropathy, um, uh, amputations, and so on. So it was when I heard this, it was like a death sentence. Especially as I had seen my father uh, 
go through all this and then he died at the young age of 53 can you imagine oh my yeah so can you just say a little bit about what type diet type 2 diabetes is yes i will talk about that in okay. a minute um so what happened was when when um i was only 22 when he died can you imagine i thought oh my goodness I will never have him walk me down the aisle. Mm. You know, he would not be there for my children. Well, he wouldn't see my children born. And they would miss this lovely relationship that I had with him. So it was quite devastating. So I did the best I could with the knowledge I had at that time about diabetes. But unfortunately, what happened is it got worse. And uh, I started to gain a little bit of the weight. Now, I'm only four feet, five, uh, four feet. Uh, You're a tiny little fireball is how <laughs> I describe you. <laughs> ten, ten and a half inches. And so I had about 20 pounds overweight. Now, it may not seem a lot, but for a little person like me, that was a lot. And uh, so it was, um, I, I was on, on this, on these medication and didn't know what to do. I was really devastated by this news. Anyways, a few years ago, I was told that diabetes could be reversed. I was dumbfounded and really a bit angry because I thought, yeah. (laughs) You've been lied to. (laughs) Yeah, for 26 years I've been going to the doctor. I had thousands and thousands of shots, uh, sorry, pricks on my finger. Oh, right, to test. To test my sugars because I was taking it three times a day, you know. So, um, but then I realized, hey, this is a blessing in disguise because I thought, let me do the research on this, which I did. And it took me a long time because there's a lot of misinformation about diabetes and about what to do. So when I got all the information that I wanted, I tried it on myself. It's always good to have you as the experiment, science experiment. (laughs) (laughs) And what do you know? I was absolutely amazed at what happened Uh, in one week. I stopped having to take my oral medications and gradually I uh, stopped, you know, took less and less insulin. And now I'm like on minuscule amounts of insulin. So this was wonderful. You can imagine how I must have felt. Mm-hmm. Right. Pretty darn good. Healthier and uh, yeah, you're onto I, something that you can help other people with. Exactly. And so my top of mind uh, concern was that I, um, uh, you know, I'd had these complications, right? Mm-hmm. So now I don't have that concern anymore. And the best part, just like you said, is I can help people because I've been there before and uh, I can walk them through this, especially so, as I'm a I'm a health practitioner. Exactly. And that, that that's, you know, sometimes we have to go through our journey to be able to help help people. So for the listeners and for me, can you maybe give an, a description of what type 2 diabetes are and maybe some of the signs and symptoms? And, and Sure, absolutely. So now here's the thing. We've been given to understand that the main sign of diabetes is high blood sugar. Because normally when somebody has the symptoms of 
uh, diabetes, they go to their doctor and the doctor sends them to the lab. And the first thing they look at is what are, what is the blood sugar results. And of course, it's high. Mm-hmm. Okay. However, <clears throat> uh, then the doc, you know, we're told that you've got to cut down carbohydrates because, you know, that is the cause of diabetes. Now, I'm going to tell you something that is going to raise people's eyes. Okay. Although this concept that carbohydrates is the cause of diabetes has been disproved, it's still believed to be true. So based on this premise, we still believe that foods high in carbs can only be eaten in small amounts if you're diabetic. But the fact is, it's been proven scientifically that when you have foods like fruit and beans and potatoes and yams in one's diet, it can reverse type 2 diabetes and prediabetes. Interesting. Yeah. So you may want to know what the cause of diabetes is. So here it is. <laughs> Listen carefully. <laughs> Type 2 diabetes is caused by a fat metabolism disorder, which then results in a glucose metabolism disorder. So let me explain. About a century ago, studies were done where they took two groups of people, healthy young people. One group was put on a fat-rich diet, and the other group was put on a carb-rich diet. And within two days, this is what they found. The blood sugar in the group that was on a high-fat diet went sky high and ended up with their sugars being twice what it should be. Now, they suspected that it was the fat because that's what they had put them on. But they did not know why this was so. And it took 70 years to find out the reason what what had happened, why this was happening. So knowing this information now holds the key to our current understanding about what the cause of type 2 diabetes is. Now, the reason athletes consume a lot of carbohydrates uh, before they race is because they're building this fuel supply. Gives them energy. Yeah, in their muscles, right? The starch from the carbs get broken down, turned into glucose. Then the glucose travels um, in the blood and is stored by the muscles for energy. However, glucose cannot enter the muscles without the help of insulin. You need insulin to do that. Insulin is the key to that unlocks the door that allows the glucose to enter into these muscles. Now, if there wasn't any insulin, the blood sugar would rise and it would stay in the bloodstream because it's not able to get into the cells. Now, that's what happens when we have type 1 diabetes, okay, type 1 diabetes, the beta cells in the pancreas that make up the insulin get destroyed. And so without insulin, there's going to be a rise in blood sugar, right? Mm-hmm. So this is why they have to take insulin externally. But what if there was enough insulin, 
but it didn't work properly. What if we had the key, which is insulin, but the keyhole was plugged? That is called insulin resistance. Our muscles become resistant to the effect of insulin. Why is that? Tell us, Brenda. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you asked. There's something that's plugging up the keyhole. And that something is, guess what? Fat. Interesting. Hmm. The fat is preventing the insulin from letting the glucose into our muscle cells. So going back to that study then, the fat that they ate was just further clogging up. Yes, this is what happens. So I'm going to explain it a little bit more so that uh, we're going to see. This was, remember, this was turn of the century. Mm -hmm. Okay, now we're going to find out what's been happening since then. So again, I want to the people to remember this definition. If they take nothing else, remember this <laughs> definition. Diabetes is caused by a fat metabolism disorder, which then results in a glucose metabolism disorder. Okay? Mm-hmm. So people think it's the sugar, that it's the uh, carbs that's the cause of diabetes. And understandably so, because diabetes means there's too much sugar in the blood. So they think that's the prime cause of diabetes, especially if they have diabetes. They think that if they stop eating the carbs, that diabetes will go away. But actually it isn't. It doesn't. The body is designed to use glucose as fuel. The problem is that your body can't use it. It Again, it can get out of the bloodstream and go into the cells. So the primary uh, function of insulin is to help glucose to get into the The cells cells of the body. Yeah. So now the mechanics of how saturated fat causes insulin resistance wasn't known until we had MRI technology developed to see what was happening inside people's muscles as fat was infused into their bloodstream. It's only because of this technology that they saw this in real time. Okay, so this Mm -hmm. is what they did. They infused fat into, again, they took a group of people and they did this experiment over and over again. And what um, they found, the scientists found out, is that as soon as they had high fat in there, Uh, it caused insulin resistance. It prevented the glucose from entering the cells. Mm -hmm. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing to, you know, just the minds of people that can kind of what else and what else is possible and how else can we help and how else can we look at it to get you back to a healthier state. Right. So once we know that, you see, then we know the cause. Once we know the Mm -hmm. cause. Then you can set about helping the body. Yes, yes, exactly. So I'm sorry, this was a long long explanation. (laughs) But I have have to lay the foundation, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, So. um, In type 2 then, what's what's the difference? If that's type 1 is where. There's no insulin. Okay. Being produced. And then type 2 is. There is insulin, but insulin is not being uh, the body cannot use it oh, okay okay so 
Now, so when we're diagnosed with uh, type 2 diabetes, uh, traditional medicine, as I mentioned before, so focuses on lowering blood sugars. Mm-hmm. But it only addresses the symptoms. Which is what most things do, is address the symptom and not really getting to the root cause of any type of dis-ease in the body, right? Right, right. So, blood sugars is a symptom of of diabetes. diabetes. So, let me give you an example. If you had an infection, mm-hmm. uh, and, and because of the infection, you had a high fever... The high fever is a symptom or the result of the infection. The infection is the cause. Right. Okay. Now, you could treat the high fever with Advil or with Tylenol or whatever. And the fever would leave for a while, but it would come back again. Why? Because the root cause of the problem, the infection, hasn't been treated Right. So same with diabetes. If yes. you have the high blood sugar and you try to lower your blood sugar, oh. and that isn't quite, yes, that's the symptom you're not going to get. You might get some results. You're not going to get all oh. results. Yes. Interesting. So what are some of the other symptoms of, of diabetes? You have a couple you could. Okay, yes. Uh, thirst, mm-hmm. increased thirst, increased urination. Uh, you get tired because the the sugar is not going into Getting the muscle into cells. Muscles, yeah. You know, so you're going to get fatigued, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, often people uh, don't sleep well. Uh, one of the reasons because they have to get up so often in the middle of the, the night to go to the bathroom, <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah, which of course will disrupt your sleep cycle. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, then, of course, you are hungry all the time because you you want uh, the body thinks you know I want more energy all that sugar is in there but it's not doing the job interesting so you're eating more and then you're gaining so then you're yeah your whole body is just kind of out of whack so, and of course you're eating the wrong things right so yes. we'll get to that yeah so it's one problem after another yes indeed so we're going to go to a break brenda and we'll come back and hear more about what we can do for our bodies okay sounds good your life your health your network you're listening to voice america health and wellness Have you been neglecting yourself and now is the time to make you a priority in your own life? To be kinder and more in tune with yourself. Maybe there is an area of your life you would like to shift or gain a new perspective. Margot of Healthy Energy would be happy to assist you. To get in touch with Margot to book your healing session or coaching session today, call 778-828-8005 or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. That's 778-828-8005 or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Do you wish you had more energy? Would you like to have a more restful sleep? Do you experience discomfort in your joints? Maybe you'd like to release some excess weight. 
The Health Made Simple and Weight Management Made Simple programs by Secret may just be what you're looking for. To get started today, contact Margo Nielsen at 778-828-8005 or healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Again, to discover what Secret can do for you, call Margo at 778-828-8005 or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Healthy Energy with Margot. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Here again is Margot Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margot. I'm here with Brenda, and we're talking about how to reverse type 2 diabetes. So, Brenda, tell me, how would one go about preventing insulin resistance from happening in the beginning? Because mm. aren't we all about being health practitioners, wanting to prevent and be the best we can be without Absolutely. having to go to the disease factor? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Good question. So now that we've seen why excess fat is, you know, in our diet is the reason for insulin resistance, I want to make sure that the people understand that I'm not saying that we don't have any fat whatsoever. We need fat. It's essential. It's just what we don't need saturated fats. Okay. Oh, okay. And uh, the and we don't need excess fat. Even if you do have fat, it's how much fat you have. Okay. So um, where are we getting this fat from? So let's have a look at the standard American diet, which is high in animal fat. It's high, and then, of course, it's saturated fat, and it's high in dairy products and eggs, and then, of course, high in processed foods. So that's one reason. It's also low in fiber and low in complex carbohydrates. So the recommended amount of fiber that we need is 35 grams per day. Well, it's gone up. <laughs> oh, was it? Uh, wasn't it lower before? I don't know. I can't remember. That's 25 what I, to 30, I guess, is okay. what I kind of remember. But hey, 35, go for it. It's go. good. <laughs> yeah, and the more, the better. So most people are getting 15 grams a day, which is less than half the amount. And what does fiber do for us then? Yeah. So we need fiber terribly. Um, and I didn't know why we needed fiber, you know, until I did a lot of the research. I just knew we needed it. Okay. But here's the thing is, one, the first thing we need to know that there is no fiber in meat, no fiber in dairy products, and no fiber in eggs. So 
Where, where do we have to get it from? Vegetables and fruit. Exactly. <laughs> you got it. You got it. And we need to get it because, and I'm just going to talk about a few of these, it lowers blood cholesterol. So just think of it, Margot. Look at the amount uh, of people now that are having cholesterol problems, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So this is one of the reasons, the fat and the fiber. But it's also because of blood sugar control. It slows down the body's breakdown of carbs absorption of sugar and helps improve blood sugar levels. The third one is uh, heart health. Fiber-containing foods help prevent heart disease and helps to treat it as well. Now, heart patients who increase their intake of fiber after they've had a first heart attack, reduce the risk of a second one if they have more fiber. The heart, uh, the American Heart Association says that at least 68% of Americans who are 65 or older die from some form of heart disease and 16% die of stroke. Now, those are awful results. Those are, yeah. those are high. And, and just knowing a few people recently that have just here today and, you know, heart attack and gone. Gone. I know. It happens so fast. Uh, So the other thing is stroke. Research again shows that for every seven grams of fiber that you consume uh, every day, you're more, your risk of stroke goes down by 7%. So, That's an easy thing to do if we set our minds to it. Okay, so this is why we should be eating more fruit and more vegetables and grains and so on. So, 96% of Americans don't eat the recommended minimum dose of beans and greens. Beans meaning like lentils and kidney beans and and those kind of... Yeah, gobanzo beans and all that kind of stuff, yes. And 99% of them don't get enough of whole grain. And I'm uh, mentioning whole grain because we get grain, but it's stripped off the fiber, right? So you just think of foods that have... Like white rice? Yeah, white rice, white bread, bagels that are you know made out of... Uh, um, cakes, what is made out of either white flour or, or pastry flour. Again, no... Um, there's no fiber there. And don't think that just because it says um, it's enriched white flour, it may be enriched, but it still doesn't have the fiber. Okay, so that's very important. So if a person wants to increase their intake of fiber, it must be done gradually. They shouldn't increase more than five grams of fiber per week. If you do it too quickly, they may experience discomfort. You get clogged up. <laughs> I'll say it. And it costs them, yeah, and it will stop them from doing it. And well, you, you also want to in- increase your water intake when yes. you're adding more fiber as well because you want the lubrication, the, the water, to, to help move things along. Exactly. Now, one good thing about that is fruit and vegetable have a high content of water. Did yes, you know they that? do. Yes, heck yes. of a lot. So once you're eating that, you are actually 
would not need as much, but of course you do need a lot of water. So um, one of the things that people ask me very very often is, are we getting enough of protein in our diet, in a plant-based diet? And it's really a very good question uh, because we've been given to understand that we get our protein only or mainly from animal products, dairy and eggs. The average recommended intake of protein is 42 grams a day. Non-vegetarians eat uh, more than 80 grams per day. That's, and some do even more. Okay. Did you say non-vegetarians? Yeah. Who are, yeah, non-vegetarians. Okay. Uh, meat eaters. Meat eaters. Exactly. But vegans and vegetarians actually average 70% more protein than they need. Because remember, you only need 42 grams a day. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're getting more than enough protein. So while we're on the subject, I'd like to talk a little bit about myths about uh, plant-based diet. Is that okay? Of course, yes, indeed, because it's certainly plant-based. You hear it daily. Emails come in and... Yeah, go ahead. And and we we have these myths. So unless, I'm a great believer, if you want to know the truth, you've got to look at what the lie is. So you can, you know, what is lie? And you discover it for you. Yeah. Yes. So so people mainly think that if you're on a plant-based diet, you're eating mainly salads, you know, (laughs) all made in different ways. (laughs) But but that's not true. It's true. People do think that. (laughs) So this is a myth. Because plant-based cuisine is based on fruit and starchy foods like potatoes, beans, whole grains, and from which we make filling comfort foods like sweet potato, lasagna. Aha, uh-huh. oh. sounds delicious, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Hearty Are you st- making me dinner soon? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you over. Hearty stews, pizzas, and delicious desserts and ice cream. Now, I've got a story to tell you. My uh, my grandchildren came over to visit me a couple of weeks ago. Uh, uh, and I served them my homemade banana and cherry ice cream. My five-and-a-half-year-old granddaughter had two helpings. Ooh. <laughs> and my uh, two-and-a-half-year-old grandson had three helpings. Now, they're left parents were amazed because they're and I know they're picky eaters so you can just see that we don't have to have dairy you know yes indeed in in the ice cream right it was and it's so delicious and good for you so myth number two is people think that we need milk and dairy products for strong bones. Oh, that's been hammered in. Yes, I remember thinking that. And I used to drink a lot of milk, and now I don't at all. <laughs> right, exactly. And I have strong bones. And you have strong bones. But listen to this. The Dairy Council tells us that, oh, just like you said, we need, to some degree. Yeah, need uh, to drink milk for strong bones. But there's no evidence that that's true. And here's another reason. In fact, hip fracture rates which is an indicator of osteoporosis, are actually highest in countries with the highest intake of dairy products and animal protein. Interesting. Yeah. 
and lots more. But anyways, so um, in fact, uh, plant-based diet has been shown to halt and reverse life-threatening conditions like heart disease and diabetes. And vegetarians and vegan populations have lower rates of heart disease, high blood pressure, diabetes, and obesity. So I take it that you're a very big plant-based. I am. Yeah, I switched uh, over, and you don't eat meat at all. No, and I switched over when I did all this research. Mm. Okay. Uh, I mean, if I want, I have to take. I had to take drastic measures, uh, and this seemed the best, and I tried it. I worked. <laughs> well, there's a lot you can do with it. I know my sister does a lot, and. You know, going over and we made pizza one day, cauliflower pizza bottom and, you know, she'd made a pesto sauce, homemade, all of it, all of it. And it was so delicious and tasty. It, so, it like you said, people tend to think you have to eat salad or, or soup the whole time. And yet there's so much. It's just it's learning to be Unbelievable creative. the amount of recipes that every time they're coming with better and better ones. Well, and there, there's I mean, I have a book that I really like as well. And it's the one my sister introduced me to. And it has and, and it's learning to cook more with spices and herbs exactly. to add your flavors in. So right. it's it's just getting to be creative and try different things. And I know the ones that I have tried, it's like, ooh, this is really tasty. Mm-hmm. And it might not be something that you would have thought of before because that's not how I grew up. It was the meat and the potato kind of thing. And I mean I still like my meat, but I think that's fine as well, as long as you're including far more and depending on what your Facing in your health, right? Right, right. Now, myth number three, and this is this is a really good one. A plant diet, plant-based diet is extreme. This is, you know, people think that, okay? But this is what Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn Jr. has said. He says, the Western diet guarantees that half a million people in the U.S. each year will have the front half of their body divided, their heart exposed, and their veins taken from their leg and sewed on their heart. Now, some people would call that extreme. This is what happens because of the a lot of heart problems. This is what would happen. And when they uh, open up the heart, uh, you know, for the surgery, this is what happens. You have to open the front of your chest. Expose the heart and do all this. These are hard facts that we need to look at, you know, and pay attention to them and need to take all this into consideration when we're thinking of making lifestyle uh, lifestyle changes. Well, it's important to take care of ourselves, Brenda. I mean, you listen to so many people with cancer nowadays around that. I keep hearing it was like I ran into an old client on Saturday. And so... And yet I know that she has taken care of herself, but it's just, to me, it's become far more important and to pay attention to the plant base. There was something I listened to recently that was all on autoimmune um, diseases and how to reverse them. And they were saying everything was autoimmune from diabetes to heart disease, to cancer, to 
dementia, Alzheimer's, all of it. And the main thing was coming back to the plant-based diet is to really feed your body to live, not just live to eat, right? That's right. <laughs> and this is what's happened. We we just want the taste, you know? Well, and I think it, it comes to being rushed in, you know, you grab for things and, and maybe not taking the same time to... Uh, either set yourself up for the week, like, okay, what am I going to eat? And, and getting your ingredients so that you're either not rushed or because you have them or maybe using a crock pot. I know I did that one day and came home and, oh, my food smells so good in my house and my dinner's made. And I had very little time to do anything. So it was like, okay, thank God I've made dinner to to do it. So it's it's getting ourselves organized. Would yeah. it not be in, in making that switch is, is doing a little research, having a little fun playing on the internet. You can Google recipes for it. Right. And and one thing is, like you said, you need to plan ahead. Because if you don't, if you don't have it, then you reach for the wrong thing. Yes, very you know? true. Yeah. So that's very important. Now, the other thing that happens is pe- there's a lot of confusion about sugar. Mm-hmm. Right. Many people don't eat fruit because of that. In fact, when I had diabetes, I was told uh, I could only have half a banana or a quarter of an apple. And that was too hard. Eventually, you know what I did? Quit eating them. Quit eating them because I couldn't just eat half a banana. I'd eat the whole thing. (laughs) So, um, So this is why, because of the sugar content. But fruit, so I'm going to debunk some of this, okay? Fruit has uh, stuff like vitamins, antioxidants, minerals, phytonutrients, water, while candy, this is what we have to realize the difference, candy and desserts are nutritionally void of that. Mm -hmm. So processed sugar, the sugar that you have and everything that's made out of it, has no vitamins, no minerals, no nutrients, no fiber. It's just empty calories. And we need to understand the difference between a simple carbohydrate and a complex carbohydrate. And most of what we're eating, a lot of what we're eating, are really simple carbohydrates. So they take, it's easy for the body to convert it into glucose. And that's how you get the spike. Mm-hmm. Okay. The other thing we don't realize is there is hidden sugar found in a lot of processed foods. For instance, it's in tomato paste, ketchup, salad dressings, barbecue sauce, spaghetti sauce, fruit juice, chocolate milk, sports drink, low-fat yogurt granola, and the list goes on and on and on. So we're uh, grabbing these things, not realizing that there's already sugar in there. And so then we wonder why our blood sugar rate has gone up. So we need to become more aware of what's in what's in our food. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're having processed foods. And most of this is, of course, processed foods, right? Yes. And So, Brenda, we're going to just, sorry to interrupt you, we're going to go to a break and come back and then we'll hear more from you about food and how we can add some good stuff for our our bodies. Great, looking forward to that. (laughs) 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you wish you had more energy? Would you like to have a more restful sleep? Do you experience discomfort in your joints? Maybe you'd like to release some excess weight. The Health Made Simple and Weight Management Made Simple programs by Secret may just be what you're looking for. To get started today, contact Margo Nielsen at 778-828-8005 or healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Again, to discover what Secret can do for you, call Margo at 778-828-8005 or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Have you been neglecting yourself and now is the time to make you a priority in your own life? To be kinder and more in tune with yourself. Maybe there is an area of your life you would like to shift or gain a new perspective. Margo of Healthy Energy would be happy to assist you. To get in touch with Margo to book your healing session or coaching session today, call 778-828-8005 or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. That's 778-828-8005 or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Listening to Healthy Energy with Margot. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Here again is Margot Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margot. So, Brenda is something that you did for yourself was it following the plant-based diet and that's what helped you to be able to reduce what Mm. you were doing and bring your health back and is that definitely definitely yeah so if I had gone back to the way I was eating before I wouldn't have seen the results I've been doing it for 26 years right so something had to be had to change and the first thing I learned about this was to find out what was the root cause so when I found out that it was a fat, no fiber, I wasn't getting any fiber on what I was eating on a standard American diet and all this, uh, I shifted that. I had to make a change and I had to change my mindset. What did I want more? My health? <laughs> or, you know. You know, and I, I think, Brenda, that raises a really good point is how much are we willing to invest in ourselves? Right. And to get into touch with maybe the thoughts and the feelings and choosing for your health now before you're sick and you either choose or don't mm-hmm. I mean we, we always have that choice is to choose for us what our thought process is with it 
and, and to just take care of ourselves. So that, that was your choice. What else did you do for yourself? Well, the first thing I did, uh, the, the one thing we need to realize is that we're not just this physical body. So I looked after, I took care of what was um, right in front of me, right, mm-hmm. to change my uh, diet. Because it's a dietary issue, by the way. This is what it is. This is why it can be changed. But we are also non-physical beings. It's, uh, think of it, we have an inner world and an outer world. And one of the ways we start to connect to our inner world is through our emotions, But what happens is whenever we ignore what our emotions are telling us, we make light of it, we suppress it, we repress it, then we're not listening to what our emotions are telling us. It's sending us a signal. Mm -hmm. And if we don't listen to it, we don't get the answer, right? So all I, one of the things that, the emotions do is call uh, uh, attention to what's wrong, what's happening. These are hidden messages. Now, we're aware of messages that are exciting and good because we love to go there, right? Mm -hmm. Makes us excited, we're happy, it's fun, it's adventurous. But what happens is that we don't listen to the uh, the messages that are coming from the emotions that make us feel sad or disillusioned or disappointed or angry and so on because we don't want to feel the pain. So we ignore it. Emotions are really uh, often lead to coping mechanisms. That's what they are because we aren't able to cope with this challenging situation that we're facing. So we eat. No. <laughs> that's one of the ways. That's exactly what we do. You've heard of emotional eating. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Right. So that's one thing. But suppose, suppose, let's give uh, uh, give you an example. Suppose we did something and we felt shame about it. Now, shame is usually to do with. Uh, we did something that is outside of our values. Mm, and, you yes. know, okay. So, and we don't know how to handle it. So, we can have all different kinds of coping me- mechanisms. All kinds. And there are hundreds of them. Hundreds of them. And they keep us safe. That's what keeps us safe. That's why we do it. But unfortunately, that's supposed to be a temporary thing it's not supposed to be forever and ever okay Mm -hmm. so some of the coping mechanisms that we have are distancing ourselves you know so we would distance ourselves from a person or a situation how often we give them the cold shoulder or we don't talk to them or you know that kind of thing another way is we deny or refuse to acknowledge that that event even happened could we make something small of something that is really big we make light of it uh, and we replace one thing with another a good example would be smoking you give up smoking and you might replace it with eating alcohol 
drugs, uh, shopping, watching too much TV, that kind of yeah. thing, right? Uh, we rationalize stuff. Don't we do this? All of us rationalize things. Oh, it's okay to do this because. Mm-hmm. Or we act out. So coping uh, mechanisms are a symptom of something that's really deeper. Everything comes to this deep part of us, right? And so, again, there's a root cause for all this. So we're not going to the root cause. Right. And, and the emotions are just a reaction to what is happening at a deeper level. So we repress it. And unfortunately, when we repress memories or repress these emotions, they will reappear again. Almost until you've got the message behind or the gift in it. I like to see what's the gift in something. Because uh, I have a bit different take on emotions just in dealing with access consciousness. So much of what we process is not our own, but then we make it our own. So we would ask, who does it belong to? Mm-hmm. There are different ways you can deal with yeah, this. Just because yeah. just if it's not ours, then, you know, like how we were talking before the show started, you kind of get sucked into the the other things with people sometimes. And, and then you start to process it and you think it's yours. So... Um, that's one way I work with things is, is who does it belong to and let's have a little bit more of a conversation and what would be another way that you would maybe get people to discover what's going on at a deeper level. Uh, as a person or as a health practitioner? A health practitioner. Yeah, I would uh, take them through a process so that uh, they can use it themselves every right. time this happens, right? Right. Uh, once they they know it, they don't need me. But very often people don't have the tools to uh, to know what to do when they get triggered. Very true, yeah. I mean, I have lots of tools in my toolkit and work with them that way with clients and just helping them to kind of come back to their own center. And, and sometimes you, you know, we can do it for ourselves. And sometimes I like to say my energy is so discombobulated, I need help from somebody else, right? Exactly. It's just because you're not getting it, you're so caught up into a situation. So that's why we have people in our lives, whether they be friends or health practitioners or whatever, to be able to get to that space of, what else is going on? Mm-hmm. And somebody else can see the situation better because we are too close to the situation. We well, can't it gives see. you a different perspective on how to see something because you might not have thought of it that way. And it's like, oh, okay, I get it now. Yes. And what another thing I do is I, again, uh, try and um, help people rediscover who they really are. Because this situation that has happened, uh, you know, we get, as you said, sucked into it and we forget. We look at the circumstance, we look at the situation, we look at what our senses are telling us and we believe that wholeheartedly and we forget, hey, listen, this is not who we really are. Who I really am is pure light. Uh, Who I really am is... Uh, pure consciousness. So when I go within and uh, look at that and realize to come from that perspective, uh, then I can get the guidance, the wisdom, the joy, whatever I need, the answers Mm -hmm. that I need because I'm coming from my core. Right. I'm coming from my essence. So 
that for me is a huge thing. Um, it, it stops me in my track and makes me realize that I'm just not all, just matter. I'm just not full. Yeah, we're far more than just that, Brenda. <laughs> yes, exactly. But we forget, you see. Oh, we do. And, you know, that's why you have conversations with people that are like-minded in that way. Or, yes. Because it's, I don't know, you just you get excited about things and, oh, well, what about that? And what about this? And, and so I would encourage you, if you have something going on in your body or... Um, you know, needing to talk to somebody is to reach out to somebody, reach out to Brenda, reach out to me and, you know, start looking at getting yourself into a healthy way of eating and, you know, more into the plant base. Make sure you're getting your hydration in your water. And um, Brenda and I had connected a little bit. We started talking about the plant based and through Secret, they have a whole Uh, nutrition line called 7.2 and you know she was looking for something greens to add to her diet so there's a whole component there that if you're interested in having something that way I am more than happy happy to set you up on a program to get some of that in and Brenda also has a free special report on busting the myths about diabetes that you can find at www.howtotreattype2diabetes.com and you can get that free report from there. If you want to know more that you know Brenda has shared because she's helped to increase her health and you know push back the diabetes in that way, you can reach her at uh, www.howtoreversediabetesnaturallynow.com. All right. So there you go. There's a couple of different things that you can do diabetes-wise. Um, connecting. This is the week of Thanksgiving for the U.S. And I'd like to wish all the U.S. people a happy Thanksgiving. And that means Black Friday sales galore. <laughs> and... With Secret, you all know, I think by now that uh, Secret is part of my business. We do have an amazing Black Friday sale, and I invite you to connect with me to maybe do some of your Christmas shopping with me. I am taking pre-orders up until Thursday morning, so if you'd like to see what's going on, I invite you to connect with me directly or go to my Facebook page, Margot's Secret VIP Group. And you can uh, connect with me, healthyenergy at shaw.ca, and next week... I'm going to be joined by somebody. I'm not sure who yet, so you'll have to stay tuned and join me then. Have yourself a magical week. If you're celebrating Thanksgiving, take a moment, whether you are or not, actually, and be grateful for something, all the things in your life, and do something kind for yourself. And we will talk to you next week. And thank you, Brenda, for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. It was such fun. (laughs) I enjoyed it so much. Awesome. Thanks, Brenda. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Be sure to join your host, Margo Nielsen, for another edition of Healthy Energy with Margo. We're live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. What positive energy can you attract in the coming week? 